This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Just another reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Hey, we've been talking about the Hall of Fame's 26 semifinalists for the class of 2017, and we are fortunate to have one of those candidates with us speak about former wide receiver Tory Holt. Tory's one of three former Rams on this list, and he certainly belongs. He was a seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, and someone who produced 1,300, yes, 1,300 yards receiving in six consecutive seasons, which is an NFL record. But now, no, now we've done the improbable, and we've caught up with him. Tori, thanks for being here. Yes, thanks for having me, always. Uh, Tori, first of all, you're on that list that I mentioned about, and it's your third straight year of eligibility, which is great, but you still haven't made it to that final 15 yet. Question, what should we know about you that might push you over the top and get you in that room? Oh, wow, that's a good question, uh, Clark. For, for me, what, what stands out first is the level of consistency in which I played the game, uh, I think, stands out um, from the time I was drafted to the St. Louis Rams to the time I ended my career with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was still averaging somewhere around 14, 8, almost 15 yards a catch, even when I was even, quote-unquote, saying that I didn't have any juice left but I was still able to show a level of, of consistency throughout my career. Also, um, you know, I was able to play on teams that won uh, conference championships. I was also able to play on teams that went to su- two, two Super Bowls. We won one and lost one, but I was a part of a group of guys that was able to bring a championship to the city of, uh, to the city of St. Louis along with consistency uh, in playing the game. And then you look at the numbers in which I put up in just 11-year span. Um, you know, you look at some of these guys now are playing 15 and 16 years, and it's taken them that long to do what I did in in uh, nine or 10 years. Um, so uh, very, very productive for some would say for a short period of time. I think playing 10 plus years is pretty long, uh, but the amount of production that I had in those numbers of years and the type of impact that I had on that St. Louis Rams team and the type of impact that I had in the National Football League, I think for me stands out uh, ahead above uh, uh, quite a few guys. Uh, that are even being listed for the Hall of Fame. And, and, and all those guys are very well deserving. But I was able to make a tremendous impact from the time I got into the National Football League to the time I left. Terry, there are two other Rams potentially that can be in the finals with you, Isaac Bruce and Kurt Warner. So there's going to be obviously discussion of those Rams in the room. Does that help or hurt having two teammates in the same room with you? I think it helps. I don't I don't look at it as a situation where it hurts. You know, it's just... just how it how it was, how it was. Um, I had no control over uh, where I was drafted and 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 who would be um, a Hall of Fame caliber players. I was just fortunate enough to play with quite a bit: Marshall, uh, Orlando, uh, Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, and myself. As five guys uh, that were on uh, that were on a, one team together that are all considered. And you know, Isaac, I mean, um, Marshall and, and Orlando are already in the Hall, but five guys that are considered Hall of Fame caliber players. So I think it helps us. I think it. It helps. Um, it helps our candidacy, or helps our, uh, uh, yeah, helps our candidacy of of, uh, of of why we should be in. And and it's it's tough to do to have five guys all on one team, being up for the hall, and and how productive we were. And, you know, it wasn't a lot of balls to go around. Now, you know, with Kurt, with uh, with Marshall, and myself, and Isaac, talking about three very uh, dominant players uh, that wanted the ball every single time if they could. 
but was able to put team first and to go out and play at a high level and produce and be productive for that team, I think speaks volumes about the character and what the game meant to to us as players. But I think it helps us that we have, um, that it's three of us that are up for for the Hall of Fame uh, for this year. Do you think it hurts that you don't have a thousand career catches. Virtually everybody coming up going forward is going to be in that thousand catch range. Now you left. No, it doesn't. Nah, it it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't. You know, I I think if I would have played longer, Rick, I would have went well over a thousand catches. Hell, I had 920 catches in 11 seasons. I had 800 catches, almost 900 catches in a decade. Uh, And like I said, it's taken some guys 16, 15, 17 years to get a thousand catches. I was able to do it, come close in, in 10 years. Um, so no, I don't. I don't think that it hurts me that I didn't get a thousand. I would have liked to have went over a thousand catches, just because the thousand catch mark is like the benchmark for um, for I guess elite, quote unquote elite receivers. But you know, the time that I played, again, I was uh, very productive. Man, had a had a tremendous impact on our conference, on our team, and in the National Football League in the amount of years that I played. We're with former wide receiver Tory Hold on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at Talk of Fame Net and Tory, we've had others on this show. Brett Favre uh, a couple years ago, Jason Taylor uh, last week, for example, who said they didn't think much about making it to the hall while they were playing, or frankly, after they were playing. How about you? You've, you did you think about it much, or have you thought about it since you retired? I, I didn't think about it a lot when I played. You know, obviously, you hear a lot about it, and we, you know, we played in a Hall of Fame game out in Canton, and. You know, we took part in that. You know, you're around it. But as far as me thinking about it, um, no, I didn't when I was playing. The only time I started thinking about it probably was like the last year in, in Jacksonville. And I would hear some of the, the commentators make, make mention about me uh, on the path of uh, and having a strong case of being in the National Football League Hall of Fame. That's kind of when it started to, to dawn on me. And now that I'm out of the game, yeah, I think about it more because being, being, a, being a semifinalist for the last three years, you have no choice but to think about it and figure out how you can um, – or think about and figure out ways how you can be on that finalist list without banging your chest and going out and promoting, hey, I should be in the Hall of Fame. So, yeah, I think about it more now. Uh, but while I was playing, for me, guys, it was – it was, it was, I was happy and thrilled and humbled to have an opportunity to play the game that I love. And, and football is it. And all I wanted to do was be a, be a professional athlete, whether it was basketball or football, and it happened to be football. And I just wanted to make a mark. I wanted to go in. I wanted to come into the National Football League, be consistent, you know, be impactful for my team, uh, be impactful and have an impact on the league, and just do what I love to do. And I had an opportunity to do that. It was one of my childhood dreams, and I had an opportunity uh, to accomplish that. And now to be in discussion with some of the – amongst the greats, talking about going to the Hall of Fame, uh, again, it's, it's a very humbling experience. But for me, uh, I wanted to play the game. Uh, that I love to play, and I wanted to play it at a very high level, and I wanted to make sure that I continue to carry the torch at the receiver position just like it was uh, carried before I played. You think about the likes of Art Monks and the Jerry Rices and the Andre Rees and the Michael Irvins, the Tim Browns, the James Lofton, et cetera, et cetera. I wanted to be uh, – I wanted my name to be up there with those guys and, 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 and make sure that I carry and play the game the right way. And I think for the most part I was successful at doing that. Terry, why did you guys win more Super Bowls? I mean, you were one of the most fun, the most fun offenses this watch I've ever seen. Why? Yeah. Why wasn't there a second or third Super Bowl? Yeah, I say the same thing now. You know, we, you know, I, I think back on that second Super Bowl that we lost to the Patriots. Um, you know, we had an opportunity to, to win two. I, I thought with the talent that we had and the coaching staff that we had, we should have played in at least four Super Bowls. But 
you know, things happen. You know, guys, free agency, you know, egos, all kinds of things started to happen within our organization that got us divided and guys started going other ways and coaches started going other ways. And then we had some draft picks that we were counting on to come in and, and play for us at a high level that didn't do that. Uh, I think that sets you back when you have first-round draft picks that don't pan out. You know, that sets any team team back, and that's what happened to us. Um, and then, you know, over time, you know, guys just started to – Guys got older. I got older. Isaac got older. Marshall got older. He ended up retiring. Kurt moved on to New York and to Arizona. So uh, London Fletcher, who was, a, who was a big part of what we did there in St. Louis, moved on to other teams. So guys just moved on, and I think that hurt the dynamic of, uh, of our football team. That, that had to be frustrating, I mean, to, to have that kind of talent there and, and not be able to go farther. Yes, it was. It was very, very frustrating because, because of the, the type of talent that we had on that, on that roster and the good intentions that they had in order to play the game and the unselfishness that we had on that squad. We should have gotten to the Super Bowl at least four times and had an opportunity to win three out of the four, if not all four. I mean, that's how good I thought we were as a ball club. That's how good I thought our coaching staff was. And that's how well we prepared ourselves to go out on Sundays and win. Uh, just unfortunately, we were, we were not able uh, to do that for our, for a lot of different reasons. Like I said, guys went on in free agency. Coaches went here. Guys went there. Uh, management. There was some shift in management uh, that uh, that I thought was uh, was kind of the downfall of of uh, that era there in St. Louis when we were when we were clearly one of the better and most talented teams in the National Football League. Hey, Tori, thanks so much for the time. Unfortunately, we've got to run, but best of luck with the upcoming vote. Absolutely, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Tori. Thanks, Tori. That was Hall of Fame semifinalist Tori Holt of the Rams. Up next, why another semifinalist, safety Brian Dawkins, deserves to get through. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.